0: Good morning world, welcome to another episode of Zendependently Minded. If you are a new or returning listener, I hope you enjoy this episode. If you enjoy the content that you hear on this episode and you're interested in more in the future, then just search for Zendependently Minded on most of the major podcast platforms such as Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Breaker, Spotify, and you'll get more like this in the future. Don't forget, the world is in our hands. Let's do something with it. So on this episode of Mini Podcast, I'm just going to be talking about the current state of the UFC, current state of MMA, just in light of some new MMA and UFC news that's been hitting the waves lately. But starting now, I'm going to change the name of any UFC Mini Podcast that I have and just change it to MMA Cast or UFC Cast. Uh, If you guys are listening and you think one is better than the other or have an idea for a name for... UFC and MMA shows and many podcasts, just let me know and I'll look over my options. One of the main things I wanted to talk about and start off with is this new match that's been made between Jorge Masvidal and Nate Diaz. I wanted to just share my thoughts with you guys and maybe you can share your thoughts with me too. Um, I like the matchup because I'm not a Jorge Masvidal fan. I've never really thought that he's a good fighter. Um, Pretty sure he is, if my research is right, he's two and two in his last four fights, pretty sure he's five and five in his last ten fights. And the fact that he's fighting for the BMF, um, the bad mother effort title, I think is it's laughable at most, because he's never been that good of a fighter, he's always been a journeyman in the UFC. And like his ex best friend Colby Covington said, and I hate the guy as much as everyone else. He's annoying, but he's a good fighter and he speaks the truth when he says that. Jorge Masvidal is a journeyman, and I think that one of the reasons that their friendship ended up failing was just because of his jealousy. He's jealous that Colby Covington has been interim champion twice, Ah, I think he's been interim champion once, he should be interim champion right now anyways, but I just think that there's jealousy between Colby Covington and Jorge, he's mad that his friend is better than him and he sees it, another person, as putting him down. But anyways, I wanted to stick to the topic, not get into that drama between those two because I don't like either of them and I think neither of them are the best in the division, the welterweight division anyways, but I've never been a Nate Diaz fan. I've always respected him though because he's a real master of his craft. He's got a really tough chin. He's actually a black belt in jiu-jitsu, a really good jiu-jitsu artist, but he's known more for his chin and just the fact that he keeps coming forward. Leg kicks don't really affect him unless they're from Conor McGregor. His wrestling is really good. He's got a lot of submissions. So, that being said, I at least respect Nate Diaz because he's a tough fighter. He always comes forward. He doesn't BS. He just says what's on his mind. And it's it's admirable in the fact that he was able to take three years off and then come back and then beat a pretty formidable opponent in Anthony Pettis the way that he did in a dominant fashion. And I had him winning all three rounds 30 to 27 um I'm pretty sure that's how the judges had it too but Nate Diaz has always been a tough guy I mean he's not the best fighter by any means his record shows that sometimes record doesn't reflect and it, it doesn't reflect the abilities of the fighter but um kind of a little I'm conflicting a little bit with myself on that because I had just taken a shit on Jorge Masvidal's record but baddest MFer I think Nate Diaz is going to come out he's going to get that belt I think he's going to dominate Jorge Masvidal Jorge Masvidal hasn't fought someone as long and lanky as um as Nate I think maybe Stephen Thompson maybe Wonderboy I think he I think Wonderboy is the only guy that has close to the same length and reach as Nate Diaz but I think Nate's going to dominate him He's probably going to take it to the ground. He's going to wrestle him. He's going to submit him, I think, inside three rounds. Um, that being said, I think the BMF belt is a stupid idea. I think it's basically like a Crybaby's backup belt. Nate Diaz and Jorge Masvidal haven't done anything recently besides, um, the lucky knockout he got on Ben Askren and the one he got on Darren Till. Um... The one with Darren Till was nasty, but Darren Till I just think was rushed, and he got changed by losing to Tyron Woodley, so that one really changed his outlook on fighting. He took some time away, and now he's coming back at middleweight, but that's another conversation. Nate Diaz, he lost to Conor McGregor, and then he didn't fight for three years. Um, And he's having issues with the UFC, and he was supposed to come fight Dustin Poirier, which, by the way, probably would have got whooped by Dustin because of D- Dustin's concrete hands but i just think it's a dumb idea um i think it's the ufc's way of making it i don't know making up for lost time between those two fighters because they didn't get what they want but they're getting what they want now they're going to get money they're going to get some fake belt and then we'll see we'll see what the rest um how the rest plays out the next thing i wanted to talk about was just The news that Conor McGregor had posted on his Twitter today, I think, or yesterday. He just put December 14th, Dublin. A lot of people are thinking that that's the day he's coming back um, to the UFC. But I I don't think that is because on December 15th, there's a fight at the T-Mobile Center. Um, Manda Nunez, I think, is headlining it. So I don't think that's his UFC comeback. I think it's going to be something else. He's going to have some event, something with his whiskey something with his suits, or that boxing match he accepted with that guy that got upset with him because he hit the old man. So I don't think that's that's any indicator that he's coming back to the UFC. But I do think he's going to be coming back at the end of the year or early next year. And I really want him to, as I've stated in my past podcast talking about Conor McGregor. I'm a huge Conor McGregor fan, but the main thing I want him to do is to come back not with a couple tune-up fights. I think if he came back and he fought Dustin Poirier, rematched with him, that would be a really good fight. And I think the winner of that one should face Khabib in Khabib's last fight, since Khabib wants to retire at 30 know. Or fight Justin Gaethje. I could see a rematch with Jose Aldo, except I think he wants to stay in the lightweight division. I don't think he's going near featherweight anytime soon, especially because Max Holloway's there. And he respects Max. He knows that Max Holloway is a much better fighter than when they first met. So I think Connor has a lot of options. I would love to see him fight Donald Cerrone. I think he would... That would be a fun fight. Um, They have kind of mutual respect for each other. Um, He has a lot of options. Frankie Edgar, that's another one. I think his top three choices should be Dustin. Dustin, Donald, and then probably Frankie Edgar. He should not go straight back into Khabib because his head is clear. It's it's clearly not clear, if that makes any sense. It's not clear. He wants the belt back, but he needs to go back to the vintage Connor, the one that was able to grind, fight their injuries, instead of saying, my foot was a balloon, using excuses like that. I know it, it changes the fight game, but a lot of fighters fight their injuries, and I want to see the vintage Connor come back. I think he should have one or two fights before he fights Khabib. Again, as far as the rematch with Khabib goes, though, people forget that Khabib was his toughest opponent. Khabib, or Connor, was Khabib's toughest opponent—the only opponent that was able to win a round over him. People forget that he's only lost one round in his entire professional martial arts career. So, that rematch would be interesting. In the greatest, uh. The greatest ending that I could ever see is them squash their beef and they go the distance all five rounds. Before the hands raise, they pick each other up, uh say some nice words, and then they end this beef. Because as exciting as it is and as many viewers as it brings in and all the money that it grabs for everybody um involved, Dana White, UFC, Khabib, Connor, that... Isn't worth it because it also puts a bad name on the sport because it starts to look fake. A lot of people think because of the compilations of Conor throwing the dolly through the bus, all the stuff they used to promote UFC 229 is just it just put a negative picture, it painted a negative picture on the UFC, made it look like it was scripted, um, made it look like the WWE, and we all know the UFC is not the WWE. It's better um uh but something i think that they need to bury and i just don't think it will ever happen they've said before that the rivalry will always be there but one can dream um as far as UFC news goes uh Justin Gaethje knocked out Donald Cerrone in the first round that was a nasty knockout he has some power but so do, so does everybody else in the top five of the lightweight division. You got to have more than power. He's got some good leg kicks too. I'm not a big Justin Gaethje fan. Um, I've never liked his attitude. Um, being from Colorado, I'm not proud being from the same state as him. He just, he's a, he's a good fighter, but I don't think he's going to put up a good fight against. He rematches Dustin. He's not going to beat him. He fights Khabib. He's going to get smothered on the ground. He fights Connor. Connor's going to do what Connor does best. And um, I don't think that he's going to do anything in the lightweight division. I think it's laughable that now that he beat Donald Cerrone, he thinks he deserves a shot at Khabib. Because there's like five other guys in front of him. But I've never been a big Justin Gaethje fan. He trash talks Connor McGregor too much. But the dude forgets that if it wasn't for Connor McGregor, he wouldn't be around. So he kind of paved the way for the lightweight division and those powerful leg kickers and punchers like Connor was. So I think he needs to shut his mouth, be grateful, keep fighting. Maybe he'll get that title shot in the future, but he doesn't deserve it after beating Donald Cerrone. As far as Donald Cerrone's future goes in the UFC, a lot of people like him. He's a fan favorite. I like him personally. He's a likable guy. What isn't there to like about him? He works really hard. He doesn't take days off. He doesn't take weeks off in between fights. He'll fight two times Within thirty days, which is crazy to me, he's fought like four or five times in the UFC this year. He loves doing it. I just hope he doesn't hold on to it too long. You see, a lot of guys hold on too long, and it it's hard to watch. Uh, Anderson Silva is one of those guys. I think he's holding on a little too long, trying to get back to the glory days. But the dude's getting too old. BJ Penn's another one. That's why it's admirable for guys to see guys like Floyd Mayweather, Andre Ward, um, George St. Pierre, even in the NFL, different sport, Andrew Luck, retiring while they're ahead, while they still remember their name, they got money in their bank accounts, I just think it's, it's time for some people to let go, and I think Donald Cerrone should have one or two more fights, because those shots to the head, they count, but not in a good way, and when you get knocked out the way that he did, and when he got up, he couldn't even, he was wobbling around, getting hit by a young, strong guy like Justin Gaethje, those add up. And he's got a little kid. I think he's got a couple kids. I want him, and I'm sure the rest of the UFC fans want him to be able to be there for his kid. So I think that I would love to see him fight Conor McGregor. Um, just because that's like a fan, two fan favorites fighting and clashing. Um, they both have wanted to fight in the past. It's just Conor McGregor hurt his hand in April, I think. April or June, so he wasn't able to fight. I'd love to see that match, and then I think Donald Cerrone should hang up those gloves. I'd love to see him be an announcer. Um, I don't know how well he talks, how well he's able to analyze and commentate on fights, but it'd be cool to see him in a role like that. Maybe a UFC trainer or an MMA trainer. That would be good. It'd be cool to see him um, be a jiu-jitsu coach because he's good at jiu or wrestling, whichever of the two disciplines he's... I think he does jujitsu though. And yeah, he's just... He's a good role model, he's someone that up and coming martial artists and just athletes should look up to period. Because he works hard. He wins with grace, he loses with grace, always has a good attitude. Always compliments the fighter. Um it's just he's lost I think he's lost his last two, unless that ally I went about was in between Tony and Justin. Speaking of Tony, Tony Ferguson. I really, really, really want him to be the next guy to fight Dustin. And as I've stated in my last podcast, um, Zen an independently-minded number three. I really want Tony, I want that match to go down. It has to go down. Those are, in my opinion, the two most polar opposite... No, they're not polar opposite. I think Connor and Khabib are polar opposites, but I think Tony is... Khabib's kryptonite and they've tried to book this fight four or five times before and it always fell through because of injuries but I really think that Tony could be the one to put Khabib away because of his relentless pressure. He's got insane cardio stories that people who have trained with him or trained at his gym have told are just crazy. He has some of the best cardio I've ever seen in an athlete uh, in the world in any sport let alone MMA in the UFC Also, his wrestling, Um, he has a lot of submission wins because he's really tricky. He knows how to get out of sticky situations with those weird rolls. He knows how to get you in an ankle, uh, I mean, uh, excuse me, a knee bar, get you in a a Kimura, a Gogo Plata, an Omoplata, or a guillotine. He's really good at those guillotines. I think if Tony had been in Dustin's position where he got Khabib in that guillotine, he would have wrapped those legs around instantly both legs and would have had Khabib out I don't think Khabib would have tapped I think Khabib would have just won unconscious but I think Tony Khabib is the fight to make early next year or if they could even yeah early next year I think it's the best Tony looked as good as ever when he fought Donald Cerrone but he's also 34 I think he's reaching the end of that window of his prime tail end of his prime so I would love to see him fight Khabib in his prime um like Tony said he's confident in his abilities. He said he's prepared for Khabib many, many times. Obviously four or five times now. And he also said, you know, he's trashed Khabib's style. He said that it was lazy. He said he has, you know, a a bone to pick with him because of the way that his people move around. They're kind of like bullies, he said. They surround people. They surrounded his family, I think, and a couple of his buddies or his teammates at a hotel one. So there's a little bit of beef there. There's there's some animosity, but I think it will be just the right amount of animosity. There won't be any dolly throwing, no hopping out of the cage, jumping into the crowd, being crazy like 229. But there's animosity there, and you always got to have a little animosity. You wouldn't be fighting each other if there wasn't a little bit of animosity between you two, the two. So I think Tony Khabib is definitely the fight to make. I hope to see it go down. And I think that's going to end uh, MMA cast, UFC cast episode one. Let me know what you guys think. Stay tuned because there's more content like this in the future. And don't forget, the world is in our hands. Let's do something with it.